right, all right. Join the Journey family, friends, and guests. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are reading Proverbs 27. But before we jump in, you might have noticed Proverbs only has 31 chapters. So we are nearing the end of our first book of the Bible in 2024. Next, we will be reading Ecclesiastes. And so my challenge for all of you listening is to think about a friend or maybe even your community group, a small group, your neighbors, somebody or a group of people who you'd like to invite to read Ecclesiastes with you. It's a really short book. And so if you've got any friends who maybe are struggling to read the word regularly, or you'd like to read together and talk about what you're learning, Ecclesiastes could be a great place to start. All of that said, today we're reading Proverbs 27, and you guys, you are in for a treat. We've searched high and low, really, for the guest for this episode. We thought, man, you know, we had some schedule changes unexpectedly, and we needed a substitute guest on pretty short notice. And we thought, man, who would just be excited by this inconvenience? And and who would really be a treat for the listeners? And we have brought back the one and only, our former Join the Journey resident from the Watermark Institute, Sagan Cockrum. Woo! (laughs) It's good to be back. It is good to have you back. Sagan, you've been on the podcast quite a few times. Mm -hmm. You've shared your story. We, We know who you are. We'll put those links in the description. But you graduated from the Watermark Institute, or really, you finished your first semester, and then you had a child. Yeah, I did a little thing. And then you moved to Fort Worth. <laughs> yeah. So just give us an update on your life. What, what's Man. God been doing? Uh, to be transparent, we have just been in a season where plans have not gone exactly how we were hoping. My husband's in full-time law school. Um, I'm at home with this sweet baby, which I'm so grateful for, but also just looking for a full-time job has created, you know, obstacles in itself. But all that to say, in spite spite of all of those things, I have gotten to see the goodness of the Lord and I've gotten to see how he provides and how he's always near. I think it's so easy to say that he's near and he's good when things are going according to plan. But I'm just in a season where I'm learning a lot about myself and I'm also learning that God is good despite how things turn out or how circumstances yeah exactly so that's where we're at in the life, <laughs> the life. realm <laughs> and, and i know you're down to one car too yeah which is another oh, yeah. a big prayer oh, request yeah. yes yes fans of sagan out there who miss <laughs> her weekly appearances on the podcast if you want to pray for one thing for her and her husband yeah they're in search of a vehicle yeah right that is huge prayer absolutely but sagan i'm excited the one to just watch you walk with faithfulness despite those obstacles and to see, hey, you finished the Watermark Institute and things haven't really gone as you expected, mm-hmm. uh, but you're still faithfully pursuing and pursuing the Lord. You've gotten plugged into a church in Fort Worth and you're still, you know, connected here at Watermark. You come visit and cheering us on and, and we're cheering you on. So say again. Today, we're talking about Proverbs 27. Yeah, we are. (laughs) And I'm just going to give you the mic. Okay. What you got for us? (laughs) Yeah, well, for anyone who's wondering, Proverbs 27 is where the infamous 
iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another comes from in verse 17. But actually today, that's just not what I'm going to be talking about. The one thing that kept sticking out to me, and this was hard. This is a plot twist here. I really (laughs) thought that's where you were going. Yeah, I mean, I thought that's where I was going too. But it was hard because there's so much in every chapter of Proverbs, right? Like I really just wanted to walk through the whole thing. But the one thing I kept coming back to were two verses, and it's verse 5 and 6. And it says, Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. And this stuck out to me because I think that we struggle with this big time, not only as Christians, but just culturally. We don't like saying hard things, and we don't like receiving hard things. Mm. And it's just an interesting dichotomy to me because— I think that's why verse six says, faithful are the wounds of a friend because it hurts. Mm -hmm. It hurts to be called out. It's not. And I think that the encouragement I want to give is for the friend that's faithfully calling out a friend and a believer, just know you're being faithful. And for the friend who's receiving that, um, just know that you're empathized with. Like, that's what verse 6 is literally saying. Like, it it hurts, and that's okay. Like, you have a very real flesh. Um, and I think that it doesn't feel great, but alongside that, you have a faithful friend who mm-hmm. loves you enough to, to speak life over you. And I think that a problem that we face with this is that we think— too little of sin, and we think too much of ourselves, Mm -hmm. and we don't think enough of Jesus. And so something that I felt like was just stirring in my heart was Jesus died for our sins. Like, we needed Him to die Mm -hmm. for our sins. And if we truly understood the gravity of that, then we would be more quick to lovingly call out things in our brothers and sisters in Christ, because we would understand and know all sin does is still kill and destroy. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's what costly. the Bible says. I, absolutely. And so we would find that motivation and that confidence in knowing that like Jesus died for this, that's serious. And so I should love my brothers and sisters in Christ enough to speak life over them, to rebuke graciously. It's, it's the the verse you alluded to, John 10, 10, the mm. thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that they may have life mm-hmm. and have it to the full. And I think as his image bearers, if we're seeing sin, if we're seeing the enemy get a foothold in our friend, the most Christ-like thing we can do is to say, hey, let me redirect you toward the path of life. Absolutely. Like, what, what are we doing over here? Come on, let's let's come back. Yes, that's a great—actually, Emma, that's a great way to reword rebuke, mm. redirect. Mm. <laughs> I think yeah. that is a great way to reword it. And I think we also just—we think too much about ourselves. Like, we get scared. We're mm-hmm. prideful. We're fearful. And— I think that we just don't want to be the buzzkill. We don't want yeah. to. We don't want to come along, and we don't want to be judgmental. We don't mm-hmm. fill in the blank. Change Everyone the has relationship it. dynamic. Yes, and and we're scared. It's so bizarre. We're scared to lose our friends mm-hmm. when we're actually being a good friend and we're being the best kind of friend and helping them be better friends. Yes, yeah. by saying that. And then, lastly, with that is just we don't think enough about Jesus because if we did, we would want people to experience the fullness and abundance of His love and the life He has for us and sin just suffocates that. And I also just think it's important that with rebuking, we understand that 
we're talking about calling out believers that you know. It said faithful are the wounds of a friend. And so I think that's a good thing to think about is, are you their friend? Like, do you know them? Um, To call someone out that you don't know is not about them. Then it just becomes about you. And I think that that's just an easy, simple way for us to check our heart. And I just had three things um, about rebuking. And the first is, remember that you're also a sinner. Um, and we get that from Matthew 7, 4 through 5. It talks about um, before you assess the speck in your brother's eye, then first assess the plank in your own. And it's just being mindful that we are sinners. And then relationship. Do you know them and how well? And three is redemption. Jesus died for them. So the point of correcting them is to help them look more like Jesus and to protect them and love them. It's just been so sweet because when you think about the heart of Jesus, you think about how he's pure in heart. And I don't think we really fully understand what that means. But what that means with this certain thing is that Jesus equally had a, has a hatred towards sin because of what it can do and what it can take. But equally, he has compassion and graciousness towards the sinner. And so I think anytime we're thinking about rebuking someone or coming alongside them, we should remember that the point is to bring them closer to Jesus. So let's be, let's be ruthless against the sin, but let's be gracious against the sinner. Mm-hmm. And so that's really all I had today. So good. Let me recap. Let me yeah. recap those three. Yes. Three points you made. Number one, remember that you are also a sinner. And that, that levels the playing field. Like nobody is getting a head start. Nobody's above somebody else. Uh, we're, all, we're all broken and need help. Number two, relationship. Do you know them and how well? So is this a friend or Joe Schmo on the street? <laughs> uh, and then number three, the point is to help them look like Jesus, to protect and love them. Absolutely. Under that goal. So good, Sagan. Hey, thank you for coming back. Absolutely. Thank you for driving in from Fort Worth. It's a treat. And as we close, may I remind you all that we are on day five of our 21 days of prayer and fasting challenge as a church. And today's prompt is that we we would pray that the Lord would help us work heartily for Christ in our homes, workplaces, or schools. And the scripture reference there is Colossians 3, 23 through 24. So if you haven't yet taken the time to pray through that prompt, Spend some time as soon as this episode ends. Turn off the radio, turn off whatever comes on next, uh, and, and spend some time sitting with the Lord before you walk into work or school or wherever you're going. Sagan, thank you again for being here. Thanks for having me. You're so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.